And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Welcome to The Political Show right Jingle here on bells. Active FM. It is Christmas Eve! Okay, I whoop, can make the day. Whoop. Do this now. Yay! On a one-horse open sleigh. Woo. Over fields we go, laughing all the way. Yeah. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells. Ding, ding, ding. The political show we now <laughs> became the singing show. <laughs> Welcome to the political show, Radio and Active Ephemeral Radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio we have the one who's ready for the Christmas meal tomorrow, Gavin Enslin. The one who's ready for the Christmas meal tomorrow, Pastor Gavin Enslin, and the one who's ready for the Christmas service tomorrow, the Black Knight. The one who's ready for the Christmas service tomorrow, the Black Knight, right here on the political show where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. It is Christmas Eve. Yes, it and is. so we have to talk because you know the church has been persecuted by COVID nineteen, mm. by the pandemic. Yeah. Let's be honest, we've been totally and utterly persecuted. So we're talking about the world trends with persecution. And thank God we still call it Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Not Xmas. Yes, no, 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 no. Not the festive season. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're going to be speaking about. We're going to be speaking about the, the trends in the persecuted church. And we're also going to be looking at some good news because, yes, there's persecution and stuff. But then there's also good news because of prayer and because, I mean, we serve an amazing God. And, and stuff. So we're going to be celebrating Christmas and things like that, but don't forget that there's a persecuted church out there as well. Here is a song by Chris Tomlin called Christmas Day.
there, it's Philip from the Table of Perspective and I just wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I hope that it's a great time of giving thanks and that you have a really enjoyable restful holiday. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Christmas time. Mistletoe and grape juice because we don't drink wine. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Christmas. Um, can I tell you something that excites me? Like birthdays and food and politics and all of these things is Christmas. I get so excited for Christmas. I think I'm the one in my family that's the most excited for Christmas and stuff. But the only one I can relate is Christmas. But they oh, in politics, yes. Sure. Yes. Get, you get excited Pata. for Christmas? I'm very, very, very excited. Yes. <laughs> Except, you know, um, dashing through the snow on a one horse open sleigh <laughs> and all of that. Yeah, it's hot. Yes. Yeah. And sweaty. Yeah. It's the middle of summer. Yes. On the 22nd of December, two days ago, we had the longest day of the year in the Southern Hemisphere. So, you know, we're used to fans <laughs> trying to cool the air. With the That's full true. stomach. Yeah, flies. <laughs> that is true, actually. That Rain. True. The grass is green because we have brown grass in winter. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's cold. Mm. You can eat minus two here in Janusburg. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When, when, when you go on to Open Doors, so Open Doors is an organization that deals with uh, the persecuted churches. Yeah, supporting the persecuted church yeah, worldwide. Worldwide. Now, they have this thing called a World Watch List. And on the World Watch List, they have the 50 most persecuted countries in the world. Some of them you, you don't know exist. You're actually like, wow. Some of them are actually shocking because you look at the country and you would think that they're not a closed country, but they actually are closed countries and stuff. Now they have a world watch list of 2021 in the trends. So countries that went up from probably being the fourth uh, most persecuted country to the first most persecuted country and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to be going through. And we're first looking at the six countries that changed the most in terms of the world watch list or stayed the same or something like that. We, the first one is North Korea. North Korea is still at number one and North Korea tops the open doors world watch list for the 20th year in a row, meaning that it is the most in the entire world, the most closed country. While Christians face the most extreme persecution, there, Afghanistan, which is the second most, and Somalia, which is the third most, are not far behind. So yeah, we've got North now, Korea. Prior to, prior to North Korea, um, every year the, the most persecuted nation in the world would be uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And then yeah, 20 years ago, North Korea actually overtook them mm. as being the most persecuted nation in the world. Now, to, 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 to have greater persecution than Saudi Arabia, mm. where you've got the city of Mecca, which doesn't mm. allow any non-Muslim person even to step foot in that city. You know, you've really got to, you've really got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've really got to go some to, out to Saudi Arabia in terms of persecuting the church. Yeah. 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 So it's a very, very sad situation there. Um, but I believe that um, if it were to open up, the same as I believe with Saudi Arabia, that people would be shocked. Mm. And, uh, you know, how many Christians are, first of all, and then I believe there would be a revival in that place like you cannot believe. Yeah. And the enemy knows that, so he can't allow that, so he keeps that thing closed as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to ask, how, how long has this been going on? What, Do persecution? Yeah, in North Korea. North Korea, since, uh, you know, since the, the current regime, they took power. 
you know, the communist regime since uh, since they took power. And we still have Christians there. Yeah, you'll have Christians sure. there, even though you don't know it. Yeah, sure. they'll tell you that's that they, they don't have Christians or and, and stuff like that. But yeah, that's listen, very wonderful. Um, uh, officially, there are no Christians in Mecca, but mm. there are. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then wonderful. Nigeria, uh, which is they're known as secret believers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fancy. Sure. Gangster stuff. Yeah. Uh, but in Nigeria, uh, Nigeria is at number nine. And but the thing is, it it ro- it rose three places. So it was at number twelve in the previous years, and it rose three places. More Christians are killed for their faith in Nigeria than the rest of the world combined. Uh, violence in sub-Saharan Africa is also why DRC, which is at number forty, and Mozambique at forty-five, are in the top fifty this year, up from fifty-seven and sixty-six uh, respectively. And then we've got Sudan. Sudan is at number 13. Sudan has fallen sixth place on the world watch list. So that means they, they less. Well, yeah, the, the, it's slightly better for Christians in yeah. relation to other nations. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't mean it got better there. Actually, yeah. So they've fallen six places on the world watch list since former President Omar al-Bashir. Bashir. Bashir, yeah. Bashir was ousted. Islamic law has been removed and religion freedom is progressing in Sudan. And then Colombia at 38. Yep, but I mean, they're still what number what? Number 13. They're the 13th yeah. most oppressive nation towards Christians Christian, in the world. So yeah. they're still pretty bad. They're still pretty bad. So it's progressing to what? You know. <laughs> and then there's Colombia. Colombia, despite being a Christian country, uh, increasing violence formed organized criminal groups sees Colombia rise 11 places. It's, uh, it's a similar trend for Mexico at number 37, up from 52 last year. So Mexico yeah. went up from 52, which was the 52nd most thing to now, 37, which is now mm. the, that is hectic as well. Then we have China. China has actually dropped. Because I remember when I first started looking at the trend, it, I think it was in the top 10 or something like that. So that's crazy. Um, but China's at number 17 this year. And China is, the, is in the top 20 for the first time in a decade and continues a dramatic rise up. The World Watch list uh, believers are intensely monitored by the state using sophisticated and oppressive technologies. Yeah, you know, all of this technology with vaccine passports and social credit score and all of those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, in other words, you're actually getting to a place in China whereby um, your ability to buy or sell if you call Jesus Lord hmm. is being affected. Yeah, yeah. I recently read about or watched a documentary or was it read? I think it was a documentary I watched about China. There's a specific city or town in China that um, has that is completely controlled by AI. There are cameras everywhere, literally it's everything. It's called a smart city. Yes, yes, a smart city. They're actually wanting to implement AI. that around the world mm. in every city. Yeah, and I think that that city is actually a test city to see how far they can go and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that yeah, makes a lot of sense. President is trying to do it, yeah. The mm. DA is trying to do it, yeah. And so I can go on my, 
most of your top politicians are wanting to build smart cities in South Africa and they talk about it's going to be such a wonderful thing. <laughs> You'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Iraq, the sixth country that uh, made a change in terms of the world watch list is Iraq, which is at number 11. Violence against Christians in Iraq has increased sharply in the past year, which is why the country has risen four places compared to the previous year. Yeah. So obviously, um, you know, um, the Saddam Hussein was, was said to be the worst leader and all of this kind of stuff. But the reality is that um, since Saddam Hussein was removed from power in Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, Iraq has become a more and more dangerous place, um, you know, t- for Christians. And the gospel's been seriously impeded. Mm. So under Saddam Hussein, the, um, you know, the Christians were a lot safer yeah. than what they are today. And, um, you know, the same's happened when, when people like ISIS took over parts of Syria. You know, Syria used to be the safest place for Christians to be in the Middle East outside of Israel. Mm. Um, you know, and um, the more the Syrian government, if they lose more authority and power over mm. parts of the nation, then those parts of the nation, you know, become more antagonistic and more violent towards Christians. Yeah. So the same, that, that's what's happened in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. And then, so those are the six countries that actually made uh, dramatic changes in terms of the world watch list and stuff. But then they also have, in terms of the trend, COVID-19 is used as a weapon by persecutors. And this is one of the reasons why we're also against the vaccine passport and things like that, because it always goes back to this thing. Now, Open Doors uh, research reveals that the extent to which Christians are being uh, specifically excluded from receiving COVID-19 aid, incidents have been recorded across Asia and Africa where vulnerable Christians are deliberately neglected by local authorities when food is distributed. Christian nurses are denied vital personal protective equipment and some Christians are baselessly blamed for the spread of the virus. Yes, so th- that is the that is the reality of things, and that that yeah. is what has been happening. And, and um, you know, we did a show, I think, sometime in November about the energy situation, mm. and we spoke about how we were fooled, you know, by President Sarama I don't know if you remember that show. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and Black Knight was still shocked. <laughs> and, you know, I hope he's done research now to find out <laughs> what these guys are doing, but. Um, you know, if, if, if you look, one of the things we got right mm. um, going into the lockdowns and all of that sort of thing was the fact that this was going to be used as a tool to separate the church from its people. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. I mean, um, I think we would have been called conspiracy theorists by many even in the church at that time mm. and said, no, we're just trying to protect people from the virus. Um, I think, you know, an overwhelming majority of pastors now would agree with what we said then. Yeah after seeing that what we said then has actually in many ways come to pass. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then I remember uh, they once came to our church, the Open Doors uh, visited the church once, and I think it was in the early years of me attending the church and stuff, they actually spoke about the fact that they're seeing a trend of the persecution coming down. Yeah, they called it the tears of Africa coming down the East Coast and the West Coast. And on this uh, trend list that they have, they're actually saying that violence against Christians rises dramatically in sub-Saharan Africa. And um, and this is is primarily by Muslims. Yes, yes. Uh, One of six countries where, sorry, of the six countries where Christians experience the most 
outright violence, five are in sub-Saharan Africa, Nigeria, which re-entered the top 10 for the first time since 2015, saw the most violence against Christians in 2020 with armed uh, Fulani militants killing, burning, kidnapping and, and raping with uh, impu impunity. Islamic v uh, violence also is why Cameroon rose to 42 from 48 and why the Democratic Republic of, Con of Congo to number 40 and then Mozambique, which is just here by us, Mozambique to number 45 are new entries to the top 50. So we're actually seeing it come down like they say that they saw um, it happening and stuff. What are your thoughts on that, Black Knight? Um, I think above all, what's, what's, what's actually striking me here is the fact that we still have, we still have Christianity being a problem to, or they're finding it as a problem to those very same leaders. And um, I wonder how long have they been trying to do that? You know what I mean? Um, like, um, like it being true that there's no Christianity found in that certain country. Mm -hmm. Now we know that it's it's not true because there is persecution, and obviously that means Christ Christians are there because you can't yeah. persecute people who are not there. And what's 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 just striking me is that Christianity is still alive there. That's that's for me. That's like the biggest thing. So that means you have people who see other people being killed and all of that for being Christians yeah. and they still buy into the fact of being a Christian. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, obviously, and sad to hear all of that. But at the same time, um, for me, where I am, it's actually, I don't know, making me stronger here. And um, it's, it's giving me even more hope beyond beyond what I have to manufacture from doing my devotions, reading the Bible and hearing the word all the time. That's just adding on that. It's, yeah. I think it's great. It's yeah. great what's happening. And then for some good news, now Sudan, Sudan, um, there, there was good news for Christians in Sudan. First in July, the transitional government announced at the end an end to the death penalty to the death penalty as well as other reforms that repealed law that violated human rights then in september the government agreed to remove islam as its state religion um it was that in sudan yeah its new constitution guarantees freedom of religion and omits Sharia as its primary source of law. Uh, most recently, Christians and Muslim religious leaders in Sudan have signed a declaration joining forces to promote religious uh, freedom. Uh, this is an extraordinary and very welcome change for Sudan, which falls several, several places in the World Watch list from 7 to 13. There is still a lot of resistance to such sweeping changes but life for Sud uh, Sudan's 6% Christians is improving, such as when a court found eight church leaders innocent of charges that have hung over them for three years. So that's something awesome that's happening. Yes. Yeah. And then Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is no longer in the World Watch List top 50, having fallen 22 places from under 30 to number 52. Uh, this is much welcome news after the gruesome church bombings uh, at Easter 2019 in which more than 250 people were killed. Thankfully, 2020 saw no incidents like this in the country. 
Yeah. Yes. So that is very awesome. And then worldwide, the World Watch list shows that against all odds, the church is active and alive. Persecution is rising, but that only happens where Christians are living out their faith and taking a stand for the gospel, even when it costs the most. I think there's an important lesson in that at this Christmas time. Yeah. And the lesson is this, that when Christians step out and become active, mm-hmm. like our church, the active church. Yes. Like active FM, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When the church becomes like active FM and becomes active, then persecution rises. Mm-hmm. And if if you're in a place and there's no persecution, you've got to start asking yourself the question: Why? Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually doing what the Lord wants? Yeah. Because um, you know the, um, the 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 work of the Lord breeds persecution. Mm-hmm. You even see that in the Book of Acts. And so the the funny thing is, all of this persecution is coming. Yet the activity of the church is rising. Mm. Yet the seeds of revival are rising, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm. And so that, that's very, very exciting. And obviously as the persecution rises, so the resolve of believers is going to grow and their faith is going to grow because they're going to be forced to grow you know, through the trials and tribulations. Unfortunately, the Bible does declare in the New Testament in quite a number of places that the Lord uses trials and tribulations to build up our faith. Mm. Amen. Amen. So we were soft. And now we're going to become hardcore. Yes. And uh, the nice thing also, we also see it in, is it in Exodus where where the Israelites were being persecuted, and then they would double in number, as as um as as the Pharaoh would, because the Pharaoh was afraid that they were they they were becoming they were becoming more than or they would become more than them, and then when a war has to happen, they would fight. Um, and then the Israel the Israelites might win. And then he started persecuting them. Then it follows to say, while they were under persecution, they were actually multiplying in number. So it's actually a trend that you see with God. Throughout the word, yeah. Throughout the word, yeah. that persecution would actually bring about multiplication. That is true. Yeah. That is true. So there's good news in this after all. Definitely good news. Obviously, the church is being persecuted. It's sad to think that your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ are getting hurt because of the gospel and stuff. But then, all in all, it is an amazing thing because, mm. yeah. Now, there's, a, there's a saying that goes, you know, throughout the history of the church, is that the blood of the, blood of the martyrs mm. is the seed of revival. Yes. Mm. So, um, you know, so, so that is the thing we need to remember at this Christmas time. Mm. You know, is is the fact that the Lord is calling us to live out our faith. Where we live out our faith, persecution increases, but so does His power and His strength for us to overcome that. Yeah. And uh, many, many people get saved. Mm-hmm. And also, when the more the persecution rises, the more you hear testimonies from churches where they are persecuted for their faith yeah. of miracles happening, even to the point of uh, people being raised from the dead. Yeah. You know, that happens more in countries where you're persecuted for your faith yeah. than in countries where the Christians are comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's time for us to stop being comfortable, to get out there this Christmas time. Yes, yes have your Christmas turkey tomorrow. Yeah. You know, have yep. your, yep. you know, yep. we have um, like Christmas cake, yes. which is a fruit cake with a special marzipan type icing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and open your presents and then on Boxing Day, mm-hmm. get out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be active exactly. for the Lord. Exactly, yeah. and you can go check. Yeah, you'll all need these to lose weight after tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> that is true. I'm sure you're gonna overeat. Yeah, yeah, and you can go see all of these testimonies and more about the persecuted church on the Open Doors website yeah. and and stuff. It's actually quite 
uh, an amazing platform that they have and stuff. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. Do you want to send a Christmas shout out and say Merry Christmas, Active FM, or to a specific somebody? Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> let us know on our social media platforms. This is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. <laughs> You can find us on the gram, you feel me? Instagram at Active Worship, we on books, you feel me? Facebook, click the follow since you're in it, keep listening. Apple Music, oh, it got you dancing, keep streaming. Spotify, it got you smiling, keep streaming. Oh, and Deezer, got your moves looking easy, cause we cool like that. Search Active Worship and listen, cause we cool like that. Christ music is hot music. <laughs> Check out the amazing music by Active Worship on all platforms. Oh, is this the time? Is it time to send a shower around? Okay. I want to say hi to my brother, my brother, my brother, all my friends, uh, all my purpose. Say hi. <laughs> hi, everyone. This is Lise Lindsay Msimang, and you are listening to Active FM, Christ Music is hot music. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Boom, 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 boom. Long time ago. In Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> we sang for you. The political show sang for you. This is this a singing is a show. Because <laughs> it's Christmas. That's our Christmas gift to you. Yes. Speaking about Mary's boy child, in Matthew 2 verse 1 to 4, it says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod about the same time some wise men from eastern land arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He, he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? I want you to think about that story right there. Now, I remember a number of years ago, yo, quite maybe 19 years ago, 2011, 2012, I actually went to a conference that was organized by Open Doors, you know, the very same organization that we've been quoting here today. Yeah. And it was a guy who was uh, operating under an assumed name, uh, mm -hmm. a fictitious name, because he was operating in, at that stage, Jordan. He was living in Jordan, but operating in the persecuted church. Mm -hmm. So he didn't want his real name to go out. Obviously, when he traveled and stuff, he'd use his real name in his passport. Mm -hmm. So he called himself Nick Ripken, and he wrote a book, The um, the Insanity of God. And that was actually a book about testimonies that he had written down from countless believers from the old Soviet Union, even into the, the state where he, uh, people are persecuted for their Christian faith in Islamic countries and things like that. And he actually spoke about the story. And he said, now when you listen to that story, there's, there's King Herod and that, and then these wise men come and they're asking, they're asking the king, think about this, where is the one who's born king of the Jews? We saw his star <laughs> rising in the east. And you know, what, you know what Nick Ripken said? He said, if you see that to the context of a persecuted Christian, the first thing they're thinking, wow, someone's going to die. Yeah. Someone's going to die. Sure. Because this king is now going to do everything in his power to make sure that 
that this other king that these wise men are talking about gets taken out. So he mm. wants to know where this king is going to be born because he wants to kill, he wants to kill the king while mm. it's still a baby. Um, you know. So what I also want you to realize is that when the kingdom of God starts advancing, mm. and as we've been saying you know, in the show, when, when the kingdom of God starts moving, the opposition rises. Where there's no yeah. opposition, there, there, there's nothing happening in the kingdom. I mean, why does Satan need to do anything if the Christians are just sitting, going on to their soft pews and, and they're not doing anything, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their soft chairs and singing their nice song and walking out and saying, oh, that was such a nice service. Or, or they say, no, no, we're moving from this church to that. Why? Because we just don't feel we're fed. You know, I'm fed up with Christians like that. No, <laughs> you know, even on this yeah, Christmas day. Yeah. So, so, but the thing is, the thing is, there, there you see it. There's a, the, the war is real. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the funny thing is, you know, out of that, first of all, God, God warned the, the uh, you know, Jesus' adopted father, <laughs> because, you know, obviously Joseph wasn't his father. Yeah, yeah. To, but G, the, the, an angel came and warned him that they must get out of here and they must get to Egypt due to the fact that Herod would go and send his soldiers and he would kill every boy under the age of two mm-hmm. to make sure that he got that... Um, you know, to make sure that he got, got that king and, and, and yeah. killed him and snuffed him out and things like that. Um, so, but the thing is, even though this terrible event happened and so much blood happened, you know, in, 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 in the area of, of, of Nazareth and, and Bethlehem and things like that, mm. the reality is, out of the blood of the martyrs, a revival comes. Yeah. And later on, Jesus did this massive ministry yeah. and it was incredible and all these things happened. And then he died on the cross for us. And then the book of Acts happened. Mm. And uh, look at where the gospel is today. Yeah. And Amen. Jesus promised that the gates of hell will never prevail against his church. Yes. It hasn't until now. Yeah. And it never will. And one Amen. day Jesus is coming back. Mm. And when he comes back, he's coming back for his church. Yes. And that's what Job must be in on, on, at this Christmas time. Mm. No matter how challenging things may get, remember, build your faith mm. and your hope rests on the fact that Jesus is coming back for his church. I just yeah. want to say one last thing, you know, on this on this Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, last year, I think, with the show was on Christmas Day. It was on Christmas Day. We had to come in on Christmas Day. Yes. Yes. It was very early. Now we just have to come in on <laughs> Christmas Eve. But um, the, 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 this is, this is, this is um, you know, what, what I want to say to you, you know, on, on this Christmas Eve. As you're thinking about Christmas time and all of these sorts of things, think about where your hope is. Yeah. Because if your hope is in anything other than the fact that you're part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and then one day Jesus is coming back for his church, which is going to include you, your hope is wishful thinking. Yeah. It will not come to pass. Mm-hmm. You will lose everything you hope for when you, the, the moment that you die. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I encourage you at this Christmas time to put your hope on eternity mm-hmm. and what the Lord Jesus Christ did for you on the, on, on the cross. Amen. 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 Let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms and stuff and enjoy do enjoy your christmas and enjoy the food and enjoy the gifts and most of all enjoy celebrating the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ yeah, because that's what the herald angels <laughs> sing glory to the newborn king Okay, we tried <laughs> singing. <laughs> we tried singing, but obviously that didn't uh, work. Be I don't know the song. <laughs> Speaking of. 
Silent Night. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Speaking about Silent Night. Here is a song by Techno and it's a remix of Silent Night. Sleep. 
shows, well then catch us on Instagram at ActiveFM777. Twitter and Gab at ActiveFM. Facebook at ActiveFM forward slash triple seven. As well as YouTube at ActiveFM. And our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM Radio has never been better.